Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Sick. Doing both of these at the same time. No, you're not doing both these at the same time because we're on. We're, we're recording. And I'm still doing it. No, Therefore, put your I phone just. Down. <laughs> I had to update people. The fans demand to know what I'm doing at any given time. I'm sure Neil appreciates the heads up. <laughs> Listen, there's the podcast fans, and then there's the fans of watching me throw up at 3 a.m. People are like, show me more. And I'm okay. like, all right, here's True. the gunk that I have to pick up. True. And then I send pictures of me peeing, and people are like, oh, I know what you had to drink today. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, sick, cool. Or I'm like, oh, I'm making breakfast. And they're like, oh, wow, you didn't have any plans this morning, because normally you don't make breakfast unless you have an easy morning. People know my schedule based off the snaps that I send. I have a dedicated fan group. I am very upset that I am not part of this dedicated fan group <laughs> because you don't send me anything anymore. You don't call. You don't snap. <laughs> okay, bunny mom. <laughs> She's terrible. Let's get into it. Well, Hi. But first, hello. Let's get into it, but first. But first. Me starting any conversation. I'm like, okay, talk to me about you, but first, let me tell you about this interesting thing about me. But let me tell you this thing. But first, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Hi. How has your life been, Joe? Good. I've been living at 1.5 speed, so doing anything at normal speed. <laughs> It requires me to drop down the energy a lot, and it's disgusting. I went to go see My Fair Murder with my boyfriend and a couple of our friends. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the entire thing, I'm like, I'm having a great time. Something's weird. And then my boyfriend at the end of this show was like, something weird to you? And I was like, yeah. I couldn't tell if it was just me or for his energy. And then once we checked on our phones, we both make the speed go faster on our podcast that we listen to. Mm-hmm. So hearing it at normal speed, we're like, dude, why are these people dragging out every oh single syllable? Oh, that's so funny. And that's just where I live now. And then I have an application on Google Chrome now so that all my Hulu and Netflix videos go by significantly faster. So now watching anything at regular speed, like if I'm watching a horror show, mm-hmm. I have to watch it at normal speed because that's part of the aesthetic. Yeah. But if I'm watching American Vandal, I can watch it at 1.75. <laughs> Oh my god. It is ridiculous and I ruined my own life, but I also yeah. make it better. So I can't wait to listen to this at, at 1.5 speed. speed. <laughs> and see how much I'm ruining my own life. Oh my gosh. It's probably so completely crazy because you are already going at 1.5 speed. Thank you. And I am going at normal speed. So it's just going to fuck with you. Yeah, that's okay. Because then you're going to be going at, I don't know, math. 2.5 speed. <laughs> <laughs> Two and three quarters. Speed? I don't know if you add I or I don't know if you multiply. I have no idea. Or, I can't figure out a median <laughs> fucking thing. It's not. You know what? It's, it's not my fucking problem. It's no. You know what? It's math we don't have to do. Maybe one point three something. Because if you're at one and I'm one point seven five, then what would you be at though? You would be doubled. Would you? I'm not doubled. You're not it, doubled. So I'm it's quarter. adding another. So two times is me speaking double as fast. But one point five. <laughs> it's like okay. So if you're watching something that's an hour long, mm-hmm. if you doubled it, it'd be two hours long. Right. But if you uh, 1.5'd it, it'd be... No, so it'd be the... Okay, so if something's regular speed, and then you're listening at double speed, it'd be over in 30 minutes. We're talking about math, so Stop! Hold on, I'm still going through it because I figured it out. <laughs> so if you were watching at double speed, it would require half the time, so you'd be done in 30 minutes. But if you're watching something that's an hour, and you're watching it at 1.5 speed, mm-hmm. it'd be done 15 minutes earlier. So you'd only do it in 45 minutes, as opposed to the full hour. You 100% have ruined your own life. <laughs> 
you have. I'm trying to create time that isn't there. No. I'm already late to everything. And then, like, if I'm listening to podcasts, they're like, oh, it's like an hour and something long. And then I'm like, bet, 1.5. And then it's like, you'll get out of here in 45 minutes. I'm like, cool. So now I think that's how time works. If I'm like, if I move fast enough, I'm moving at 1.5 speed and I'll beat the time. Nope. Uh, No. Nope. That's not how it works. I had my my brother over for breakfast this morning Mm -hmm. and I had a meeting at one and we started cooking breakfast late. And then it was 1.46. Or it was 12.46. And I was like, oh, I should probably get going. But I'm talking really fast, mm-hmm. and I'll drive really fast, so I'll be there by one. No. Nope. No. No, I did not. I left my house at 12.56. See, and that is, like, the opposite of people who smoke pot, I feel. <laughs> Where they're like, nope, we're going to take this down by half. We're going to sit here and enjoy this moment as if it were an entire weekend. <laughs> That's gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't think we've gone high together. It's an experience because yeah. I'll respond really delayed, That's but then I'm really talking funny. faster because I already feel bad for taking up people's times with my ideas and thoughts. So I try to cut them off as short as I can. That's Weird for beautiful. someone with the podcast. Um, but then when I'm high, I'm like, oh, apart from that, I'm also doing that high thing where you're talking too much. So then I'll just shut up. And then yeah. people are just staring at me like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't finish your sentence. <laughs> and then I'm just like, so you turn what? into normal me. That's what <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Oh my god! What no, have you been up to? How are you? What's your life like? Um, and the one point zero speed. Yeah, at regular speed. Um, everything has been uh, okay. I'm trying my best to slow down. Actually, it really is funny how that works out. But I'm. We're not friend compatible. We're no, we're totally friend compatible. We just need to match when we do get together. But. I've been trying to not be as like crazy and not overcommit myself as much so that I can just like chill out and take some time. It's a little difficult having a roommate and taking time out for yourself mm-hmm. because they're always there. Yeah. And I'm familiar. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, but yeah, I want to hear about the Beyonce concert. How First of all, at 1.5 speed. Let me bring it back real okay. quick and then I'll come back to Beyonce. It's funny how we're talking about our friendship and how you're trying to slow things down and you're like, well, I'm not, I'm trying to take more time for myself and I'm not trying to join in with more projects. I've joined more projects. <laughs> I've made myself more accountable. But then also our friend Jess posted something on Instagram about not being a victim to time and taking responsibility for your own time and making your own time. Mm-hmm. And it was gorgeous and it says, instead of always apologizing or saying, I'm sorry, I'm late, I thought it was this or like, oh man, there's not enough time in the day. I wish I had more time to do this. It's like, no, you're in charge of your own time. Everybody gets the same 24 hours. What you do with them is your responsibility. If you're late, it's because you were late. Time had nothing to do with it. It's fair. And then I'm like, eh, I don't need this. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but back to Beyonce. Incredible, mm. fantastic, delicious. Beyonce kills it. I knew she would. I was more worried about Jay-Z. Mm. So I was like, I've never seen a rapper live. I've only seen people who like perform or at least multiple people on stage. So there's right. always like something. And then I knew that Jay-Z and Beyonce would share the stage for some times, and then one of them would walk off and leave the other one to perform some of their songs. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. What is Jay-Z going to do? Jay-Z fucking killed it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, yes, Beyonce, but Jay-Z cool. fucking killed it. Big Pimpin <laughs> came on while we were in line for something, oh and I had to run. <laughs> I had to run, and I'm glad I brought running shoes, because I was out there, and I was like, everybody fucking move you goddamn casuals big pimpin is on (laughs) and it is incredible excellent and it was fun 
And then I figured out that one of my friends was there because we sat up higher up in the arena. And one of my friends was directly in front of them. And they have part of a floating stage that goes directly over the crowd and throws like a cool dance light on them. Damn. And then I'm mad that I went with poor people because I would have loved to have been down there. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, you just need to make more sugar daddy connections. I'm trying to sell my underwear online. Really? People don't want to buy because I'm not fit. I'm like, here's me at the gym. And they're like, um, you're literally just doing lunges. And I'm like, stop. This is all I can do right now. I'm trying to carry the kettlebells at the same time. But once I turn to a rip daddy, then I'm going to sell my underwear. And people are going to be like, yes, bitch. Let me that. Yucky. Yeah, I don't feel it either. But I'm not going to yuck somebody else's yum if it means I profit. No, that's totally fair. Just for me personally, yucky. I'm like, nope, I don't. mm Mm-mm. Um, someone introduced me to 4chan, mm-hmm. forward slash HM, which is where you find all the gay, like, porn shit. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, I'm in. And then I look onto it, and every time I go there, I'm like, why am I on here? <laughs> this place is full of fucking mean people Aww. who are also kind of disgusting. And they were sharing secrets about uh, stealing, like, your roommates or your brothers or your, like, someone's underwear. Just, like, smell it or nut in it or, like, taste their cum or whatever. I'm like, why are these people? Why? Yeah, here? yuck. Not to yuck somebody else's yum, but if it involves invading someone else's privacy, stop. stop. Yeah, they're. Mm-mm. I get irked out when like there's one one pair of underwear that I accidentally got left in the dryer. That's my roommate's. Then I'm just like, oh, you come and get this. Yucky. Hey, you. For why is this? Why is this here? It's done. It's been done for three days. Get it out. Get it out of the dryer. I live with my boyfriend, and every now and then we get intimate, mm-hmm. and then we're just clothes are coming off, and it is so funny because earlier this week we were like intimate, and then I went back to my room. I was like, okay, because we showered, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna change, and then I found his clothes, and I'm like, ew, take this back. <laughs> this goes in your room. Fucking take your uh, take your mess. <laughs> Despite being covered in each other's bodily fluids, I was like, uh, here's your underwear. Have at thee. <laughs> If I was in your situation, I feel like I would want to get a three-bedroom, and then the third bedroom would just be for sex, and then you have your own bedrooms. No, my boyfriend would find a way to make it our bedroom. <laughs> have you made it into an our-bedroom situation? No, no, you no. Still At have our, your own bedroom? It's just more the sharing of space, because mm. I was going to make his bedroom the sex bedroom. Right. I'm like... We'll come in and do stuff here, and then I can go. And then I'm going to go. <laughs> and then he was like, no, I don't like that. Uh-oh. So then he'll come into my room, and then he was like, let's do stuff. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I don't want to do it in my room, but okay. So weird that I'm, like, oddly protective of my room room. No, like, the living that's your area space. is, like, fine, and it's, like, 90% my shit. <laughs> um, but, like, going, I never go into my bedroom. Unless I am, like, so done with life or I'm going to sleep. And so if there if there's anyone, like, mostly, like, my roommate who, like, comes in, like, knocks on the door when we've already, like, established that we're in our own spaces for the evening, I'm like, oh, my God, fucking what? <laughs> what do you want from me? It's so funny. I'm like, it's the... It's, we've already said bye. We've done this. Don't come here. Right. Well, and it's the... I, for me, I feel like it's kind of the um, the double standard that I create for myself. Because for me, a closed door means something different than what it means to him. Mm-hmm. And it's understanding the differences. You know what I mean? Like, if he's he goes into his room and he closes the door, I assume he is there forever. Yeah. And I never have to see him again. He's just going to disappear. 
<laughs> until he's you know, ready to emerge again right and like i'm on my own and so i'm like sweet okay let's make food let's you know whatever like he's not coming out again but for some reason it doesn't work that way the other direction the other direction doesn't quite work then he's like hey you want to watch a movie you want to do something i'm like no my fucking door is closed <laughs> and so it's so weird it has been such a weird weird thing to try and get used to a roommate like he's a great roommate like he cooks food and he like hosts movie nights like he's super awesome but just getting used to differences in someone else's quirkiness who i'm not also sleeping with is so weird i hate it It doesn't get better when you're sleeping with them (laughs) good to know (laughs) i was doing something and i was having a day and i was like all right i'm hanging out with Sean this amount of time cool now i'm going to my room and Sean just came into my room and he laid on my bed and i was like get out (laughs) and he was like oh this is cute (laughs) haha i was like get out really we're done here and then i did something and i i was taking class on duolingo and i was like fine you have until the end of I'm done with this lesson and then you have to go. Mm-hmm. And then it was time and I was like, get out. He was like, oh, you're so funny. I was like, get <laughs> out. <laughs> and then I was already frustrated and like not even real frustrated. I understood that we were just mm-hmm. having a good time, but I still wanted him to leave. Because and then he was like, okay. And then he walked into the hallway and then he walked back into my room. He's like, can I have a kiss? I was like, you're done. You're done. You are done. You're you have off. used all the time that you possibly can in this room. You are done. Get <laughs> out. What is it about like cohabitating that turns us into kids again i hate cohabitating and i hate sharing everything and i was the baby so i never had to share anything Mm -hmm. and so when i have to share an entire complex i'm like okay this is our space Mm -hmm. this is my space i'm in charge of it yeah i think that's why i'm protective of my room get out of it yeah it's so fun i for the first time literally for the first time like last week Mm -hmm. cooked something on our stove I've never in my life cooked in that kitchen before because he'll just like take over and cook it. And so I was just like, I did a whole thing. I did a whole thing. And you sat over there and you played video games while I did something in the kit. Like we, that's growth. (laughs) It's it's awesome. I'm part of my growth is still learning that it's okay that someone else is in your space. And because like there are times there are times where Charles not home and I'm like oh I'm gonna go lay in his bed and send him a picture and that's cute I'm like oh like I'm thinking of you or like I'm in your blankets or whatever mm-hmm. that's cute and then I have a f- I have two full length mirrors in my room and he'll just like send me pictures like he's like oh this is my outfit for today and then I'll see them I'm like what the fuck why are you in my room me knowing <laughs> that I will be in his room when he's not home and I'm oh, like see. I need to figure that out that's so and that that's on also I think a double standard thing too because my my opinion is his room is his room. Mm-hmm. And unless he explicitly says, come into my room, I don't go in there at all, ever. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I don't want to see what the state of it is. I would, like, I would turn into, like, and Boys are disgusting. And Yeah, boys are disgusting. Everything's crunchy and sticky for no reason. Yeah, it's yucky. And I don't want to, like... But also, like, respecting his space. Right. But when I'm like out of town or if I'm not home and I get a package or something like that, he has no problem opening up my closed door and putting the package on my bed, which is not a big deal, but my heart goes, what the fuck? I respect your space, respect my space. I'm like, what are you even doing? That is my space. And it's like, was it dirty in there? No. Was my bed made? Yes. Why did it bother you then? Space. I'm trying to get down to that I psychology, can't. I can't. and I get aggressive about it. Even in yeah. our shared space, because Shalyn cooks for the most part, mm. 
I am never home, so I don't. That's not something that I waste my time on. <laughs> and every now and then, I'm like, oh, I want to cook. And then Tom will be like, oh, this is a cute opportunity for both of us to like be in the kitchen. And then I'm just like, no. <laughs> I am cooking. You have your space when you cook, and nobody's in here to bother you. I know that that's me not wanting to be here, or that I'm normally not here. But respect the fact that now I am in the kitchen, <laughs> and you need to let me have that time. You know what overstepping is? Kind of the theme to the episode that we are about to talk about. Correct. <laughs> this is a fucking segue. I know. Oh my god. I went all the way for it. We made it happen in only 25 minutes, or in... Or, you know, 15 minutes if it's 1.5 speed. Whatever. I can't do I'm not that going math, back. girl. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to that. Anyway, we are recapping uh, Season 4, Episode 5, called Ghost Town. The heart of the ghost town. That's a parody. Adam, calm down. <laughs> he was in Wiccan. The 15th, 25th, 30th? I anniversary. wanted to see that. and I didn't. It's on Hulu. Is it good? It's only 45 minutes. Oh, cool. I'll watch I it. I thought they were going to do more, more. Yeah. And they didn't. Also, Be the W, now that mm-hmm. I've remembered. So I want to go see Beyonce. I also want to go see Darren Chris and Leah Michelle. Yes, you did. That yeah, looked that so, fun. so cute. It was cute. It was very intimate. I'm normally not a big fan of concerts, but it was just a nice sit down concert. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're just going to sing a couple songs at you, have some interactions, say fuck a lot, because we're not ugly anymore, and we can do that. And I was like, that's oh, adorable. Their point. And they sang all the bangers, and I was like, all right, perfect. I'm here. I love it. Leah Michelle is super cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she picked the outfit that she wore. Mm, she probably didn't. It was a dress, and she kind of looked like Fiona from Shrek. Uh-oh. Like that green dress. Yikes. But the dress in Shrek was more form-fitting than the dress that Leah Michelle wore. IRL. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I just wanted to make that up. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> who would you like to start with? Uh, who had... I'm sorry for the, all the extra sounds that I'm making, um, my face is currently leaking because I have a cold <laughs> and I can't control where any fluid comes from or the sound that I make when I'm sneezing, coughing, burping. Also, I chugged an entire gallon of apple juice today. So if I suddenly have to run away, you know why. I'll just tell you guys a really, really long story. You'll never know. No, I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's test it. Um, I um, think we should start with, I, I guess everybody had enough to do everybody did have enough to do in this episode which is nice so we're gonna do carrie last sure and then miranda's kind of tied with carrie so we'll yeah. save them so let's start with charlotte because charlotte never gets a good story and this time she kind of had a good story. she almost did yes yeah, so she almost did she almost did it was close it was a close to a good story um she let's see uh she's having trouble she wants to buy a new bed and so she's meeting Trey, and Trey's mother, Bunny, shows up instead, um, and he comes by later. And Bunny is so hideously old guard about how a bedroom should look. Dust ruffles. Yes, she says dust ruffles no less than five times during this scene. I have never heard that. My eyelids twitching. I've never heard that said out loud i only know that phrase or that word in spanish oh. and so when i was trying to describe it to someone in english i was like i don't even know what the word is and i've never heard it in my years of being alive <laughs> and i heard it today five times yeah it was ridiculous it was 
enormously annoying. She dust ruffles. So you have to have and a good dust ruffle. Firm bed. And a I'm a firm, firm believer in a firm, firm bed. bed. Yeah, like, like am I doing a bit? This is disgusting. Yeah, she's ugh. she she's a good actress in the sense that I yeah. hate the character so fucking much. She is a good actress because I also want to bring up later on when she starts stuttering for X reasons. Mm. The way she does it is such a good way to do it. That's not like, oh, I'm supposed to stutter here and mm-hmm. I'm supposed to stutter here. She just went off on a path and she was killing it. Yeah. This is an incredible actress. I don't know her name and I'm not going to Google it. No. I've Googled stupid shit before, but I will not Google yeah, something that's important it. to what we're talking about. Right. That's I refuse. Fair. But so, that's yes, not my brand. she's she's very much like dust ruffles this, dust ruffles that. Um, Charlotte points out, like points to a new type bed and says, look, you know, new beds don't even need dust ruffles anymore. And she was like, oh no, trashy, everyone needs a good dust ruffle. Like, I think we've now officially said it too many times. Let's keep saying it. This is a dust ruffle queens episode. Stupid. And so, um, Charlotte realizes later as she's holding a uh, decorative mallard that bunny decorated Trey's entire apartment and that Trey apparently has no fucking like style whatsoever. No, everything's been designed by his mom and he's okay with it. Yeah, totally okay. And that is not good. Moms, no. Quit babying your fucking children, especially your sons. I don't understand this. Like, my my mom and my dad didn't do this. They're like, no. Make up your fucking mind. Make a decision. If that's what you want, then you can get it. The only time when they would stop me is if they were like, no, that's not a good decision and you're not making it. (laughs) Like, picking out my first car, there was two cars that I could choose from in the dealership. And one of them was a brand new car. And so, of course, I was like, but it's brand new. No one's ever had it before. And I'm just going to be that chick that drives around in a Zuzu Ombre. Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) And my dad sat me down. He was like, listen. You've saved up all of this money because it is your money and you're spending it on a car. But you are absolutely not buying the Isuzu Ombre because it's the first year that it's come out. I'm totally, this is this is how old I am. <laughs> this is the first year that it's come out. We have absolutely no idea if it's a good car or not. You're going with the Nissan Sentra instead. <laughs> and that's fair. And so I went with a red 93 Nissan Sentra. So that I could learn my lesson to never, ever buy a red car again. <laughs> <laughs> Literally have not had a single ticket or I've been pulled over once. Not in my first car. Red is a big fucking deal. Like they get pulled over so much more and I did not believe it until I owned a red car. And then they got pulled over for everything. Everything. I got like three fucking tickets. Like, the whole time that I owned that car. I think I've only ever owned... Yeah, no, I'm sure of it. The car that I drive now is the first car that I've ever had, and it needs an upgrade, and I need an upgrade. <laughs> but I'm poor. Yeah. And I choose to spend my money on other big things instead of, you know, things that benefit me. And I've gone pulled over constantly. I've been shot at. This oh, pain Jesus is, Christ. The pain is scraping off. And I'm like, you know what? At this point, we've been through too much together. She breaks down, I'm breaking down with her. We're done. <laughs> Me and Wanda go together forever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to make that decision with my current car now. Because we just we just celebrated seven years together. Oh. Um, and the AC compressor is broken. And so I'm taking it in on Monday. And so I feel like... I might fix that 
and then start saving up for a new car. Or I might be like, fuck it, we're in this together. Let's get a new stereo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know which way I'm going to go, but some way. We'll see Monday. Right. We'll see on Monday. Um, so, so Charlotte puts her foot down about this and she was like, we need to redecorate this place. Like the plaid, like the ducks, like this has got to go. This is so stupid. Um, and, and Trey's like, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm going to take care of it, babe. I'm going to tell her tomorrow. And he gets sick. And you know how men are when they get sick. It was bullshit. I was like, who the fuck is this cheaty from the good place? He's about to make a decision and then fucking he gets sick. This is stupid. Oh my God. I love cheaty so much. I also love cheaty, but I'm also sexually attracted to cheaty so hard. Is that before, just before? Okay. Before. <laughs> before the, the, the episode shirt where he took off his shirt. Because I was like, it also doesn't make sense. Cheaty would be fucking ripped. But nope. I'm here for it. But don't you remember, like, back in season one, she was like, um, Eleanor was like, she's surprisingly jacked. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, did he remember that? And then when they were like, buddy, you're going to be taking your shirt off, he just hit the gym super well, hard. Well, I think that actor is normally, like, ripped, but he's perfect for that role. So, like, yeah. we'll just, just hide you under vest and we're, scarves we're gonna and shit. We're going to put you in a polo, sir. <laughs> and then he was like, I have to take my shirt off now. And I also think that he worked really hard for it. He's like, can I please take my shirt off in one episode? <laughs> we keep talking about how fucking fit I am as a nerd. <laughs> can this be the episode where I take my shirt? It makes sense in the context of the show. I heard that he's embarrassed. Is he? Yeah. Oh, no. Now I feel bad for jerking off to that. <laughs> oh. I heard that he was like, oh, my God. Like, everyone's talking about it. This is so embarrassing. That makes me love him like, even so more. cute. I love him. I love that show. If you're not watching it, you need to be. Yeah. So we can do our follow-up podcast. You need it to. The good to, podcast. The good podcast. Their actual podcast, like, their official podcast is great. I had no idea they had an official podcast. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's I hosted. By Mark Evan Jackson. Perfect. Who plays Sean. Do you listen to the Younger podcast? I found out they have an official one. I did not know they had an official one. It started so only for season five. Oh, okay. And they, like, recapped the first couple seasons. And the main girl that they got to do it mm-hmm. is hilarious, and I Ooh, love her. Ooh, I'm going to have to check that out. Yes, but you do. And back to this unofficial podcast for Sex in the City. Speaking yeah, of the Drake best is fucking one. sick. And yeah. then he needs to be babied, and then Bunny comes over, and he's like, oh, no, my poor baby. Well, I guess I have to move in for a short time. I'll cover the fucking bear, spare bedroom, and I'll be here taking care of my boy. And which, Charlotte's like, I could do it. Which is right there, overstepping so fucking hardcore. Nobody asked you to move in. Like, and he's sick. Like, it'll take, he's like, fine. a day, and he'll be fine. Like, he's walk it fine. off. Ugh. <laughs> it was so... I just don't get it, because I had a cold, and my mom was like, oh, that sucks. Anyways, get back to work. Right? And then I was like, you're right you're correct yeah we all and then have Trey to has like a chest cold he's like mom i'm not feeling good men are useless <laughs> men are useless especially when they have colds and it's so funny because i'll hear it from moms and i'll hear it from their partners hmm. they're like yeah my boy you got i meant boy in terms of son or boy as in boyfriend right. it just sounded weird coming in my mouth <laughs> my boy got sick and suddenly he's a fucking baby i'm like because all men are babies men are babies. and they demand to be babied and they're gonna throw a goddamn tantrum and then they get sick and then they're worse than like i'm useless <laughs> do everything for me sort out my clothes file my taxes yeah make and decisions for me <laughs> and then once they're well you just continue to do them and then there's like so you're gonna handle all these things for me but I am letting you know that I'm the alpha. <laughs> Just so you know. I'm the alpha. <laughs> Men are trash. Men are trash. Um, so, yeah. So, Bunny is completely overstepping. It's super creepy. And she gets to the point where it's the middle of the night. And Bunny comes in 
turns on a light, which already I would be hulking out on her. Correct. What the fuck are you doing? And then proceeds to rub Vapor Rub, which she found in her bag. Who carries around Vapor Rub? It was her overnight bag, so I assume she had it. I don't For care. those reasons. Don't. She's like, oh, I only stay the night when my children are sick. Maybe. But that's either way. The middle of the night, she just happened to find it at 3 a.m. Also, real quick, mm-hmm. from white people's perspective, putting Vapor Rub on your chest. Yeah. Do you just stay that way? Do you cover it with anything? I don't... I, my mom never, like, subscribed to Vapor Rub. <laughs> she was always a big fan of just, like, taking NyQuil and knocking you the fuck out until it was NyQuil over. NyQuil doesn't cure anything except being awake. <laughs> yeah, apparently, according to Bunny. But, yeah, I never... Like, Vapor Rub was something that I think we had in the house, like, maybe once. And, like, my sister and I would, like, sniff it and be like, that smells like it went bad. And then, like... Never use it. You know, turns out it had, because it was from, like, the 70s. Disgusting. (laughs) When I had to put it on, my parents would always put newspaper over it, so that it wouldn't stain my clothes and or sheets. Okay. And I didn't realize... I don't know if that's a Mexican thing. I've heard several other people say that, but they've all been Mexican. I feel... It doesn't sound familiar. (laughs) I I feel like everyone that I knew that had vapor rub, they would just leave it exposed because it's supposed to be the um the the, the, the vapor yeah. that provides like enough smelly shit to clear your sinuses. Though why do you put it on chest? Why can't you just put it on top of your lip? Um, because it also has peppermint and it's supposed to like soothe and cool the chest so that if you have a fever, it brings the fever down. Oh, I don't know how vapor rub works. And I am completely making that up because I don't know for sure that that's what it is. But I that's incredible, I feel like, and you did that. I feel like that's what it is, but I don't know for sure. Dear I love Vapor that that Rub, happens. Please call in. <laughs> yes, yesterday someone was asking me a question about one of the ballots mm-hmm. uh, or one of the things that's going on here in our local elections, mm-hmm. and then I answered it and I was like, I think this makes sense for that to be true. And then they paired it off. They're like, Oh, so it's true that that would then lead into this, which is an example of what you just said. And I was like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. That's it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then it turned out I was right. So I love being... Perfect. I like lying through my ass about not knowing something and then having it turn out good. And I'm like, ooh, ooh that tastes better than anything. I just... Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what it is, but I'm not going to say that I know that for sure. Because again, my mom was like, vapor up is bullshit. And it's like, okay, fine. Is that a Jewish thing? No, I think that, like, being sick at all is, like, just get off your ass and just get moving kind of thing. (laughs) Like, knock that shit out, have a good night's sleep, wake up, and then just suck it the fuck up until it goes away. Like, that's... That's that's basically my Jewish mom. I don't know about anybody else's. If your mom's Jewish, tell her... Tell us... (laughs) Her medicinal practices. <laughs> right What's us. her at-home remedy? <laughs> and I can help the podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> so Bonnie wakes up in the middle of the night to rub fucking vapor rub on Trey's chest while so he's crazy. sleeping. Yeah. And then Charlotte, who's sharing a bed with Trey, wakes up and they have this entire whisper conversation, which also I love. I love any moment where you're like, you're forced to be restrained in one way or the other, mm. but you still have to get strong emotions out. That's I think that is an incredible part of anything that I'm ever reviewing. So she's whispering very loudly at her. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I'll fucking do it for my husband. Mm-hmm. And the bunny's like, you're doing it wrong. You don't know what you're doing. I'll fucking handle. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte confronts her. She's like, just like, you know, there can only be one woman in this house. And it's me mm-hmm. and not you. That and I'll handle it. The lady of the house. The lady yeah. of the house. And the bunny's like, um, I have been in this house longer than you have. And I will be here far longer than you. Mm-hmm. And you left and had to come back. 
Mm-hmm. I never left. So this is my house. Which I was like, Whoo. And that's where I was like, all okay. right, bunny, I don't agree with you, but fuck it up, yeah. bunny. Yeah, that was hardcore. So then she walks in on them having sex, gets very flustered, and walks out, and you're led to believe that that's the end of that. Like, she'll never walk in unannounced again. Which I don't I'm believe like, it. Okay, that's not going to happen, but still. It's going to change next episode, then when they need another plot device. Yep. Because these episodes are not planned in advance. No. Nah. <laughs> no. Not at all. So that's the end of Charlotte. <laughs> so that's the end of Charlotte. Who is also super cute. She throws a little sheet over her boobie because she's writing Trey. <laughs> I'm sorry that I did it that way. <laughs> That's what I used to remember. That's one of my things. Um, she's writing Trey, Trey, and then they're just like giggling at each other while his mom's like stuttering and stumbling out of their house. She's like, I, I just brought a cookie. Oh, I'm gonna set the. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Oh. Which I mean, if there's nothing that I love after a good round of sex, then some muffin. So thanks, bunny. You like your muffin, poised muffin. Yeah. Post muffin. Is post it poised? Poised. No. It's like a moist. Post, post muffin. A poised moist. Poist coital muffin. Poisture. <laughs> We're on two different Dude, trajectories. I'm tapped out. I've had so many gin- so much ginger and lemon in my body right now. I don't know what I'm doing. That's exciting. Thanks. <laughs> so let's move on to Samantha. Samantha. Poor Samantha. She's over her gay face. So yeah, Samantha is still with Maria and it's getting old. Real fast. Because Maria likes a relationship and correct. Samantha does not no and i have to be like completely honest it's so hard because they obviously wrote this episode to have in mind that maria suddenly turns into a crazy bitch character assassination it's and i feel bad because i love her i love maria but in this episode i was like oh my god i would break up with you i would break up with you 100 percent you're so fucking annoying right now. Like, and Samantha even says it. She's like, all she wants to do is stay at home and like take baths and talk about our feelings. And I guess I'm just enough of a dude that I'm like, ugh, ugh, no, thank you. Fuck. I don't that know if that's anyone's noise. ideal life. I mean, I'm sure it's somebody's. Like, there's, I'm, I know some girls out there ugh. that would absolutely be happy doing that. That sounds miserable, but I hope you guys all find love. Like, they're very much that, where they're like, I just want to be home, and I just want to be hanging out, and just, like, be with each other, and, like, watch a movie, and talk about, like, its ramifications, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no. I can be into that every now and then, but not, that's the only thing that we do. Like, I love, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm an introvert. I love being at home. Yes. But there are some Fridays where I'm just like, okay, everybody who's fucking shit up. <laughs> like what are we doing What's everyone's going waiting for on? that sex from page <laughs> like i mean there are there's sometimes there's um this speakeasy in my old building that's so fantastic and they like they like me so much that they tag me in their posts for the weekend when they're like hey we have like we made those um those like barbecue bourbon fries that you like <laughs> if you want to come down and i'm like Bitch. i'll be there so i'm dating a bar um, that's incredible that's the best kind of relationship you can't have <laughs> right so they're like super awesome but, but yeah they'll tag me in posts and be like girl this is what we're doing this weekend i'm so like fucking funny okay i'm there <laughs> so i love that 
I so I love them, and but I want to go out and like have conversation. Like I want to have interesting conversations, but not necessarily like in a bathtub all the time right. with one person. Like that's really frustrating. And Maria seems completely content to do that. Like they even go to a bar, and Maria's like, "What are we doing here? We could be at home, getting clean and being intimate." And like Sam's like, "Oh my god, I just want to go out and have a drink," and like. Be out and about. Just be out and about. And by being out and about, she runs into at least three or four guys that uh, she's fucked before and would love to fuck her again. Which, goals. I mean... No, I would hate it. No, I would love it. I would hate it. It would be so great. It would be so great to just feel like that wanted all the time from, like, multiple people. (laughs) My my roommate and I were talking about this because we were having, like, a depression off, I guess. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> seriously but like he was just like you know whatever like you've at least like had sex since we moved in i haven't had sex with anybody blah, blah, blah. and i was like whatever like I, there i i know of like four people off the bat that if you just opened your mouth they would have sex with you like right now like you can get name it. them live on air <laughs> <laughs> well and here's the thing is i kept like saying people and he would just be like no no she would never no mm-mm. no it's not a thing it's just not it's not a thing and i'm like really because it's not a thing with me either. Name one dude that has said to you, man, I would hit that chick. And he couldn't do it. And I'm like, yeah. Because you at least have, like, the charisma and, like, charm that people want to fuck you. Whereas I have the fuck off, I don't care if you want to fuck me or not attitude. And it's different. Nobody wants to get to that point with me. Ever. Whereas, like, you have many options. You just choose not to pick them up. Mm-hmm. He was not happy with that conversation. Because you won. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, so, and he's like, well, I mean, I'll keep my ear to the ground. I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the point. <laughs> Let me start a poll. Would you fuck Paige? <laughs> would you fuck Paige? Literally, no. Nobody would. And it's okay. <laughs> like, but it's just so funny. I was just like, listen, you're just mad because I won the depression off. So. So stop it. <laughs> I imagine it's like that scene in Deadpool where they're talking about how tragic their lives are. It's like, we had to sleep in a refrigerator box. Oh, you can set a refrigerator? Yep. <laughs> That's a cute fucking ride. I had a meeting earlier today, and we are talking about not saving people's numbers to our phone. And I was like, if I have to contact you once, I'm not saving your number. If I have to do it repeatedly, then mm. I'm saving your phone number. Mm-hmm. So if I have to do it once, why well, am I going to waste the energy? Right. And they'll go, what if it's like a booty call? Or like, what if it's someone you've hooked up with? And then I was like, what about it? Well, yeah. They're like, well, you don't want to answer the phone if they're calling you back. I'm like, they have no business calling me, and I have no business calling them. Right. Well, what if... And I was like, "Uh, I have a vasectomy, and I'm perfectly clean. No business (laughs) calling me back. And they're like, but, 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 but. And I was like, and that's why you don't fuck local. That's why you're trash. And they're like, you don't fuck local? What does that even mean? I was like, don't fuck Renoites. Don't fuck Renoites. And they were so mad. They were mad about that? It's like a hilarious mad, because they know that they had just been owned. And I'm like, that's not even true, because I fuck local. But I have one of my close friends who's like, uh, you're never going to catch me with anybody from Reno. When I fuck, I don't fuck local. And That's I was like, fair. that is so smart. And they're like, because that way nobody in Reno knows what I'm up to. They don't know my business. They don't know anything about what I'm doing on in the sheets. And I'm like, oh. That's where I aspire to be, but I can't because I Snapchat and tell people everything. That's fair. I have to... I have to say, like, I guess I do that. You fuck local? I guess I don't fuck local. That's the best way to go about it. That's so crazy. Yeah, good for me. I guess I did it right. 
<laughs> but yeah, so Samantha, um, some one of Samantha's uh, last conquests knocks on her door at three a.m. because her security code is Why the is same. Waking up, everybody, so everybody wakes up at three a.m. in yeah, the show. I know in this episode. It's a real like. Um, it's a, it's a real, like, haunting a Hill house kind of shit going on. 314. Mm-hmm. I think that's time from the Amityville. Carrie's in the red room. <laughs> Carrie is the red room. Carrie is the red room. The real rooms were the reds we made along the way. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Maria gets hated about... <laughs> <laughs> seriously heated about like some dude knocking on the door at 3 a.m. and she, bitch starts throwing plates. Okay, hold on. We're going to take that back a little bit. No, she was throwing plates I'm mad at. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so fucking funny because I'm on Maria's side. I'm on Maria's side and Paige is aggressively not. You know what? Let's do this and then we'll come back to Maria. <laughs> okay. Uh, so fucking Samantha's like I don't want to just sit and talk I don't want a relationship yeah. I want yeah. passion I want fire yes. I want fi- or I want fireworks and we're like you want fireworks I'll give you fireworks and grabs the plates and starts smashing them on the ground not okay and then Paige was like no if someone came into my house and they start breaking my dishes I'd be so fucking angry I would cry because my dishes have been discontinued and I can't get more of them that's why I could not tell you what my fucking dishes look like <laughs> I could not and if I was complaining about not having passion, someone started smashing dishes, I'd be like, you know what? They're right. I said it. And they're bringing it to me. So I'm on their team. And then Samantha's like, my dishes! And then Maria's like, your dishes? You don't even cook! And just kept smashing more of them. And then she moves from the big ones to the small ones. She's like, oh, little firework. Little firework. And I was like, Maria's killing it. Maria is everything. They character assassinated her this episode, but right now she's making up for it because she's right. So <laughs> mad right now, though. Oh my god! I'm like, no, not the plates. Like, I, I'm telling you, I saved up for years for those plates because plates are stupid expensive for some reason. If you want the good ones, if you, yes, if you want the good ones, you can and go I go to the Dollar Tree and get four plates for three forty six. Okay, but I also I didn't. I <laughs> saved up from when I was like sixteen years old. I'm not kidding. And would, like, buy them a piece at a time or, like, get them as, like, Hanukkah presents, like, throughout the years until I had a complete set. And so every time one breaks, my heart breaks along with it because I can't get it back because they don't make them anymore. So when we break up, I know how to ruin your life. Yes. And please don't. I don't think I I could. Not if it means that much. But I can't wait to get into a fight where I can start breaking dishes. Seriously? Like that song by Rihanna. No. I don't think you understand how little conflict I have going in my life. <laughs> and that's why I have to be late so that I can at least be like, oh. Oh, no. Drama. There's no conflict in my life. I live an amazing life and everybody's here to support me and uplift me. <laughs> you poor baby. <laughs> oh, I don't have enough problems in my life to make it exciting. I wish I could do a fight with somebody. Maybe you should just overuse vapor rub or something. <laughs> See what happens. I think in high school, I was like, what if I start smoking cigarettes? I don't want to smoke cigarettes, but like... If I get caught with them, I'll get in trouble. <laughs> that didn't ever happen. So, um, yeah. So, two days go by, and neither one of them called each other. So, Maria comes over, and she was like, you didn't call. And I'm like, really, bitch? You broke plates. And Samantha's like, you didn't call either. Yeah. Because, so, yeah, of course, she's stupid. And she's like, well, I got you a gift. 
And Samantha's totally like, there better be fucking plates in there. And I have never heard somebody care so many so much about plates until right now here in this moment with Paige <laughs> and Samantha. Because Maria Sorry. was right. Samantha doesn't cook. What the fuck does she need plates for? But that's she not the point. Eats. The point is <laughs> that plates were broken and it was her property. Yes. So that's fair. But I was like, why do people care so much about their plates? Because they're my plates. <laughs> they're so great. I was so mad because I thought that they were unique and different and I love them. I love my plates. But then once I had all of them together um, is when Charmed started. <gasps> and Charmed has the exact same plates. So and you I'm look like, like you stole from Charmed. Right. Without looking, what are the four sisters' names? Um, Prue, Piper, Phoebe, um, and and. Page me. <laughs> I couldn't think of Paige. I couldn't think of Paige. I was like, who? Me, right? Me, I was talking Paige. to someone, I think it was my personal trainer, about Charmed for no reason that I can't remember and it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, you had Holly Marie Combs, who was the oldest so looking great. one, but the youngest so of all of them. No, and she was my middle. favorite. Middle. Oh, I thought she was the youngest. Mm-hmm. Piper. Yeah. And then I was like, and then you had fucking Phoebe, who's Alyssa Milano, who was on fire mm-hmm. and she dated the devil or yeah. the leader of the dark magic, uh-huh. whatever. And then you had Prue, who was Shannon Doherty, and then Shannon Doherty's like, okay, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And then they killed her off, and then they brought Rose McGowan, and I was like, eh. And I was can't mine. think of Rose McGowan's name, yep. but it started with the P, because they yep. have the P3. Yep, it was me. <laughs> hey, I'm going to remember that. Yep. I know, I forget every time, and I actually keep forgetting, but when I was working in uh, the airport in the international terminal, mm-hmm. I would get that a lot, where people would look at name, my name tag, and they would be like, oh. Page like from Charmed and I'm like no but thank you I was born you. before then yeah, I was born way before then but thank you I can't wait for I'm you like, to have I'm like no from Dynasty <laughs> I can't wait for you to have someone come over to your house and like oh these plates like from Charmed yeah and me just like then I'll throw my own plate <laughs> slam my own plate on the ground and then go no so then uh, Maria presents Samantha with the with the gift. Gift. She opens it up and I'm like, I hope it's a strap on. It's a strap on. Yeah, it was so great because I said, oh my God, it damn well better be plates. And Samantha's like, it better be plates. And she opens it up and Joe's like, I hope it's a strap on. And it was a strap on. So you're Samantha and I'm Maria. <laughs> yes. And that's, I'm fine with that. I will get I'll bring you the passion. I'll break some plates. Do not break my plates. <laughs> if you require the passion, I'm going to break some plates. I require passion with physical stuff. <laughs> Thank you very much. So then they try it out, and then Samantha tells us later on that they tried it out, and then Maria she, fucked her, and she, she fucked Maria, and she throws she her, her back. back out. Yep, and they left anyway. Like a they, goddamn they, senior they, citizen. Yeah, they broke up anyway. And the episode where they broke the plates, yep. she broke her back, and they broke up. Dun, dun, dun. And that's it for Samantha. Oh, I want to go back real quick. Okay. So Maria's more upset that Samantha's like not including Maria in her life. Because she's like, you have all these guys around. Do you ever tell them that you're not available anymore? Do you ever tell them that you're dating someone? Yeah. And Samantha's like, I don't, I don't feel that necessary. I wouldn't figure out how. Like, oh, this is Maria, my lesbian partner. Yeah. And then you're like, no, you just tell someone you're dating. But it's interesting because I've met people who do that, mm-hmm. who aren't bad people. They can have negative flaws, yes. But people are like, oh, I just don't like to tell people that I'm in a relationship. Because mm-hmm. then it feels like I'm assuming everyone's hitting on me. And I'm like, I feel that, but also, you also just don't want to say that you're not single because you like the power of people hitting on you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. It's, 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 just be real. It's slightly shitty, but it's okay. Yeah. Like, 
I feel the same way about like I had um, a a guy that I saw for like three months, and there was a point where he was like, "Oh shit, you know, like I have to go home and feed the dog or whatever," and I was just like, "Can't your your dad do it?" Because he was living with his dad at the time, um, and and he said, "No, like he'll he'll like be all jerky about like me taking care of responsibilities and blah blah blah," and I'm like. Does your dad not know that we're dating? And he was like, um, well, I mean, he knows I'm seeing someone. I'm like, oh, I don't have a fucking name? Uh. Cool. That's nice. But also, yeah, I sort of see it from the other side, too, where it's like, yeah, you don't want to lose your power. And also, what you have at that particular moment might not last. Yeah. You don't want to like shut all the doors and then like open them up later and be like, just kidding. I'm back. I'm back. Everybody. That's like the people who, um, like take their, their dating profiles down and then put them back up again and then put them down and put them back up again. It's like, it's not like a housing market thing. You need to stop. <laughs> like just because you can like shut it down and bring it back up. Oh look, one day on the market. That's a new one, sweetie. Let's look into that. Like, no, stop it. Just either have it up until it's serious enough that you feel like you can take it down. Mm-hmm. People are weird. People are weird, and I don't know what the right situation is here. But I was like, oh, I bet that feels like shit. But also, I can see it from the other side, mm-hmm. so I can't say too much about it. Right. It does feel like shit, but also. It's just one of those things where it's a personal matter, for lack of a better term. That is the weirdest siren. I heard it, and my stomach was grumbling at the same time, and I was like, is that my stomach? (laughs) That's an emergency. That's that's a hell of an emergency. We're we're actually recording downtown again, you guys, so yay. Oh my god. So if our sound sounds weird. If our sound sounds weird. Which it always does. We also have the heater on. We don't have the heater on with the air conditioner on. Is it the air conditioner? Yeah. It's gotten more hot. I know, because the sun's shining in. Oh, no one so it's fighting. on fire. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I think I'm wearing underwear, so it's worse. <laughs> and one time I wore underwear, it's the hottest day of the whole universe. It's fair. Um, so, yeah, anyway, they broke up. That's it. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yes. Well, <laughs> no, I want to, there's a line. Okay. That I want to get back to, but it doesn't matter until later. Oh, are you sure? Are you okay? What is it? I don't know. Just say it. Uh, so later on, they all go to an event together. And mm-hmm. then Samantha's talking about her whole life. And Miranda and Carrie play this beautiful, like, <gasps> what? No. Wait, like the best friends are just supposed to? Yeah, just like the supportive best friends. And the way they did it, I was like, this is the funniest thing this show's ever done. Because <laughs> it recognizes what it's doing. And it recognizes how to frame it properly. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. And then Samantha was like, is it bad to take um, my, what was it, pain reliever? Yeah. Pain with, reliever with a margarita? Yes. Is it bad? Or is it, it bad, like, but in a, a good, good way. way? And the way she said that, I was like, oh, bitch. Mm-hmm. I love that. I identify with that. Is it bad? Or is it bad in a good way? Dude, that is so me. <laughs> like, anytime that I am... Like, having my period or something, I'll be like, listen, we're going to take this giant horse pain pill, and then we're going to go and have a 32-ounce margarita, maybe get high, and do it. then I'll feel okay. <laughs> do it. And I'm going to tell you, this last time, it still wasn't enough. Yeah. 
You need to get a horse tranquilizer in your butt. I mean, maybe not in my butt. What's the best way? But somewhere, yes. In my butt, but somewhere. Ugh. Yucky. But just that, I'm like, I've never related anything more. Like, is it bad? Or bad in in a a good good way? way. Because you know it's bad either way, but you're like, okay, but is there a story here? Like, is it bad or Or is it going to be like, let's do this. It's going to be great. Yeah, I do. I love that line. And that one, I was like, yep, I identify with that. There's a lot that, like, I identified with. This is actually a really good episode and actually a really well-directed episode. Like, the writing on radio yeah. was shitty, but I was other like, okay. than that... And I'm they're like, very okay. heavy-handed, but I'm like, okay, too good yeah. to me. Yeah. That's fair. All right, so let's... Carrie and Miranda are sort of connected, so we should talk about them together. Yeah. Um, Steve is opening up his own bar <gasps> called Scout oh. after the dog. Oh. Um, with his silent partner, Aiden. Aiden? Hot take. So is that what's a hot take there? <laughs> hot take. I don't know. I just like saying things. <laughs> I was watching the show and they were mad about the term hot take in terms of articles instead of just like an actual hot take. Okay. Because they're like people will release think pieces and call them hot takes. Like, no, it's not a hot take. I did research on this and you spent the time to review it and you released it online. Yeah. And there's that's paragraphs not here. Take. That's not a hot take. No. This is a mildly fresh hot take. <laughs> Hot take is when you just shoot your mouth off and you're just like, listen, I don't like it when people smash my fucking plates. <laughs> Hot take. I love smashing people's <laughs> plates. I think it started in 2009 when I watched Obsessed starring Idris Elba, Beyonce Knowles, and Ali Larder. For a split second, I thought you were going to go with my big fat Greek wedding. I've never seen my big fat Greek wedding. Greek smash plates. It's a thing. I've, when they get married, right? Yeah. They. It's Or, you know, on a Thursday. <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> um, but... Beyonce and Idris Elba get into a fight and then they're just yelling at the thing and then Idris Elba's like I need you to be here for me and then Beyonce turns around smashes the plate on the counter she's like for what Derek for what <laughs> and she's just going off and Beyonce's not a good actress but I love her she gave her heart and soul into it and then you saying Goldmember wasn't a good film uh, <laughs> her uh, best role wasn't. today um but then she's like, I want you to get the hell out of my house. I want you to pack up your bag, take your fucking shaver, take your clothes, take your underwear, take your prophylactics if you think you're going to need them and get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> and he's like, and where do you want me to go, Sharon? Where do you want me to go? And that's when she turns around. She smashes the plate. She's like, to hell! <laughs> and in the meantime, I suggest the four seasons and then walks away. And I was like, oh, oh my God! Yes! Yes, man! Yes! Tell that motherfucker! <laughs> Oh, she peaked hard. I'm sorry for everybody's ears, but if you haven't seen it yet, you definitely need to. That's so fantastic. That movie is highly underrated. I mean, no, I think it's rated appropriately. <laughs> but I just love that movie. Now I want more people to talk about it with. I will have to see that. Um, so, anyways. Um, Carrie's freaking out that Aiden is the silent partner. Like, why are they even friends? And Miranda's like, I don't want to go to this, but like... Carrie, you're my friend. You'll go with me, right? Because Carrie's like, if you were his friend, if you guys are trying to be friends, you should go support him. And then Miranda's like, okay, but since you're my friend, you have to come support me. me." And Carrie's like, fuck. And Carrie's like, okay, fine. And then I thought that was great because then Carrie gets her own invitation in the mail, and then suddenly she's not going because she finds out that Aiden's a silent partner. And goes through this whole thing. And she was like, it would be awful. It would be like a parade of our failed relationships. And I don't like the term failed relationships. All right. That's Me enough. either. Coda, knock it off. We're recording. <laughs> Steven, cut this out. Knock it off. 
<laughs> he backtalked you. He fucking backtalked you. Oh, so I'm I'm dog sitting, um, and this dog technically shouldn't be barking, and technically he only barks around me, and I don't know if it's just because he's oh like wants to protect me or something, but it's silly because no one's gonna protect me against people coming out of the elevator, Coda. Especially not this fucking hey. the beans I had earlier way more than fucking Coda does. Knock it off. Oh, you tell him. Be stern. Are we keeping this in? Yeah, we're keeping this in. Okay. So, I also don't like what you're saying about failed relationships. I don't think a relationship is failed. I think you learn and you grow from it. Unless you had literally none of that. If it was a relationship where it ended terribly and you weren't happy the entire time, I guess that's a failed relationship. I mean, but then why did you get into that in the first place? I mean, yeah, because you're a dumb fucking idiot. Like, it's not a failed relationship. You're just a failure. It's not a failed relationship if you're the one that fucked it up. Yeah. And that... Carrie. Ugh. Yeah, it bothers me that people say stuff like that. Like, I feel like every relationship, like, as small or as large as it has been in my life, romantic or otherwise, has taught me something. Yeah. Like, even friendships that have dwindled and that haven't, you know, really been a thing anymore still taught me something. I still don't call that a failed friendship. Right. So, I just really hated that she called it, like, just failed relationships. Like, no, y'all learned something and it was fine and you grew from it and now you know not to make that same mistake next time. It's not hard. But it was so, yeah, it bothered me. And they're very, both of them are very, like, weird about it. Um, So much so that, like, Miranda says something about how she feels shitty. Like, she's in the same apartment, working the same job, doing the same thing. And here Steve is opening up a bar and, like, doing something with, with his life. And she feels, like, stagnant. Like, she didn't improve anything since he left. Which I kind of feel that. It's so weird to have that like that feeling of I should have done something or been like like I should have been improving myself or something like that and it always hurts when somebody else who you were in a relationship with who would not improve has suddenly improved greatly in your absence yeah and that that shit fucking hurts because you're like I wasn't worth changing for I wasn't worth improving yourself for but now that you you know, aren't paying attention to me. Now you have time to go to the gym and look like a million dollars. Like why, why is it like that? And I feel like everybody after a breakup feels like they need to change something drastic. I think that's where it comes from when like you have a big breakup that you cut your hair, you get bangs. Yeah. Or you just, you do something wild so that you are not that person anymore. Yeah. And it's so I like I wonder why we do that as humans. I wonder why we feel compelled to do something drastic. It's because there's a void, and every time there's a void, you want to fill it. And you don't know what to fill it with, and even subconsciously, you're just like, "Well, I could do this," and that's different. So I don't have to deal with the void. Mm-hmm. Or I think in this case, it was Brandon inspired me to do this, and once we stop dating, I don't have someone doing that so i have to focus my energy on the project mm-hmm. instead of the person yeah so i always think it's good i'm like if i could leave a relationship and someone else be- becomes better after that mm-hmm. i think i would be in a place where i'm like that's okay and that's the best possible situation yeah but i understand that it's not always hard or it's not always easy to say 
to think of it that way, I can easily see, like, well, why wasn't I good enough? Mm-hmm. And I go 50-50 on it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm 50% like, fuck yeah, good for you. I'm so glad that you're getting it. You know, that's amazing. And I honestly mean that. But 50% of me is also like, what the fuck, man? You, you couldn't do that, that while we were this. together. It would have improved our relationship and we would still be seeing each other and happy and productive human beings. What the fuck? I think in those cases, it's the... It wasn't meant for everybody at one time. Mm-hmm. So you're just meant there to inspire or to encourage. And then that's what stayed behind. Mm-hmm. And if what you leave behind allows people to develop and grow, that's an amazing thing. And I yeah. wish people could focus primarily on that. And I know it's hard because after a relationship, you're sad. Yeah. So yeah. you focus on the negative energy and that's what you take in and that's how mm-hmm. your perception is. But I think it is an incredible, powerful notion to recognize what I left behind changed them for better. Mm-hmm. That was my impact. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, like, that's something I think that we all come to eventually. Yeah. When we finally balance it out. But yeah, it's so hard to see what you are capable of or not capable of in the relationship, you know, and like what has changed and like even little things like have you ever like just like had lunch with somebody that you were seeing and then you weren't for a while and you're trying to be friends and you're just like shit okay you've been working out you look like you have a tan like you look like you're really happy i was making you miserable fuck like you know and really you should just be like oh my gosh you're so you're like you're happy you're good i'm really really glad that you are thriving and being amazing and that's it (laughs) like that should be it that should be the end. Like, proud of you, buddy. Okay, bye. But instead, it's like, oh, you're doing so well. Why? <laughs> it's dumb. But we do that. And, like, Carrie and Miranda, I think, both do that a little bit in this episode. And so Carrie thinks that her invitation came from Aiden. And she she hypes herself up on that throughout the entire episode. Um, and then decides, because the bar is on Mulberry Avenue, what? to buy a small mulberry plant to bring them so that she doesn't have to actually go to the opening. And brings it in. Steve is there. Turns out Steve is the one who invited her, not Aiden. And it's awkward. And she dumps the plant and runs away. And in a really beautiful fashion, where here's like... Uh- uh, uh, okay, drops the plant, and then she just runs out, and Steve's like, wait, no, let me explain some things to you, and Carrie has booked it. Yep, she's gone. I've never seen someone run so fast in a mm-hmm. pair of Manolo. She is out of there. Yeah, she's out the door. She, like... And, like, no conversation had, no being an adult about anything. She's like, oh. Gotta go. Yep. Bye. Yep. She's, like, one of those cartoons with, like, the dogs with the blurry feet. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> That's exactly what Can happened. we do one live episode where <laughs> we just record ourselves how we are? Because you have managed to stay still and so professional, and I have travel. I started out sitting <laughs> properly on this couch, and, and then I folded my legs, <laughs> and then I stretched out in one direction, and then I flipped over. I was on my belly, and then I think I turned upside down for a second, and now I'm just on my side like a fucking beautiful French Parisian girl. <laughs> We'll have to do one one um, YouTube video of recording. Perfect. I love it. Um, so, yeah. And Steve also still has a girlfriend. And so I think that fucks with 
Miranda as well. And then Aiden and Carrie share this super awkward moment at the end of the show um, where the third act, as they call it, the biz. I hate you. <laughs> I know, sorry. Um, She's traveling again. <laughs> traveling again. Yeah, so it's it really it hit me really hard, actually, because um, Aiden is very different. He's very quiet. He's very focused. He's not, like, happy-go-lucky the way that he was. And she's trying to invoke that from him with conversation, and he's not having it. And it is devastating. And I felt it because I've been hanging out with my ex, and... There have been a couple of times where he has said something or mentioned something that's so much darker than who he is as a person. Mm-hmm. And you and I were like talking about it as the scene was happening, but like she did that to him. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, I did that to him. Like my, I was a bad influence on who he was as a person. And now there's certain things that he's cranky about and it's my fault. And it's what did you do, or what have you done to fix him or help him? No, I mean, like a bad imp- I was the bad influence, mm-hmm. like being negative about stuff and whatever, like must have worn on him to the point where he's no longer optimistic about everything. And there's just certain things that come up, and like just little, like tiny things, like he was talking about. Like, a group of girls that would just, like, to be funny, would, like, take their shirts off and just be in their bras. And he was talking about how inappropriate that was and, you know, how they should, in this kind of culture, they need to make sure that they're protecting themselves and, like, keeping their clothes on because somebody could snap a picture and it could ruin their life and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, man, like, I don't know if you're just turning into an old person or (laughs) if, like, I did that to you. Like, the attitude was very much like looking in a mirror when I get negative about stuff. Yeah. And so I was just like, shit, I did that. I fucked that up. I fucked up a human. I think that that is so important to be touched on because I think every now and then we want to allow ourselves to have bad days because we're like, well, this is how we're expressing it. We just need to have a bad day to get it out of our system and then keep going. Mm-hmm. And there was someone who was like, um, how you cope is up to you. How you need to make yourself feel better is incredible. But who you hurt in the process of your recovery is entirely your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that you, now that you said that, I was like, man, there are so many days where I've just like been so negative to Challen Because I'm like, oh, Challen's positive and he can take it and he's fine. And he's dealing with my attitude. And that's not fair. Mm. And I would hate for anything to come and be like, well, you said this one thing. And... That's just the way it is now because I've heard it so often from you. Now that's what I believe. But I'm like, no, I was just grumpy or cranky. Yeah, yeah. and that sounds miserable. And there, there's a lot of stuff too that we say as humans that we don't mean to the point of other the way that other people take them. Yeah, you know, I can say one offhand thing, and someone can carry it with them forever, and and that's sad that they cling on to something that somebody else said and let it change who they are as people. But it was also my responsibility. I said it, you know? Yeah. Like, but there's only so much that you can really do in those kind of situations too. Yeah. 
It's like, okay, yeah, I said a shitty thing, but can't take it back. You can just work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Refrain from trying to be so negative or at least be like, hey, I'm in a negative space right now. I don't want to affect this on you. Let me be in my moment. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So that was the episode. Yeah, we got real. Yeah. Oh, that's not our brand. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. We get more real, especially compared to other people podcast i'm not gonna say i can't believe you're calling out the rfc podcast like that the, the what <laughs> the rfc what is that I mean, collective. oh i didn't know they had a podcast we don't. Oh, okay well in that case yes it's <laughs> exactly who i was talking about <laughs> so yeah so that's another episode and i've traveled again <laughs> and you have traveled up again um so yeah if you have thoughts about ruining other people's lives if you would like to have help um email us <laughs> at i couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com to challenge for everything <laughs> if you need to if someone else needs to apologize to challenge they can go on to they our, can suck a dick why are you hurting my boyfriend's feelings our twitter and <laughs> our instagram at we swear on chanel and you can find us on facebook as well so do you have anything else to add joe be nice to people be kind um um relax (laughs) also you need to relax yeah chill out coda um don't chug an entire bottle of apple juice because your insides will literally be churning like water like water like water (laughs) and it's not fun and stay sexy and don't get murdered totally be good to one another (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's off brand that's so off brand for us we have Uh, to leave (laughs) suck a dick and then remember always Always wear wear a condom condom. bye bye it's not stopping it's not stopping